Hello, and welcome to the SOAR podcast. My name is Paul Zapula, and it's been, I think, a few months since our last podcast, and the Lord has been doing some amazing things in our personal lives, and also in our public lives, even in our culture, you can see how the gospel now is spreading in places it hasn't spread before, and the amazing thing is, is that it's it's not spreading through an easy path, it's a difficult, persecuted path that is carving the way for the gospel to go forth into the restricted areas of the world. And that's what God has been really putting on my heart uh, these last few months, probably the last year. I've always had a heart for those that are suffering for the gospel's sake and other regions of the world, but the ministry VOM, V-O-M, has really helped me to get more acquainted with the personal lives of those that are enduring affliction for the gospel's sake, as Paul told his son in the faith, Timothy, in Second Timothy 1. And throughout the entire letter of Second Timothy, Paul's last words before his execution under the monster, Nero, whom God gave permission to take home his servant, the Apostle Paul. And so today what I'd like to talk about is something I heard on the radio the other day, and it was a documentary on migrant whales going to a particular place to migrate and to spawn and to feed. And the circumstances which happened were with these whales, they couldn't find food. And rather than starve to death, they found another source of food. So the same food that they were eating for probably decades was depleted. And what they did was they found another source of food. And the documentary used the word adapted. So they adapted to the extreme circumstances in which they were in to actually nourish themselves. And the Holy Spirit, who I so admire and and so love and, and so glad that Jesus promised the Holy Spirit and when I experience inspiration and I experience his infilling, I'm just, I'm really filled with gratitude that Jesus rose from the dead. Because Jesus said, if, if I do not ascend to the Father, then the promise will not come. And that's the resurrection. 
And I love the scriptures that teach us about the resurrection and the power that raised Jesus from the dead is the same power that now lives or quickens our mortal bodies. So the Spirit has sealed us, and the Spirit reveals to us all the things that Jesus said and did. And oftentimes the inspiration of the Holy Spirit comes from just regular, ordinary, normal, day-to-day activities. If we're opened and we're receptive to so many ways God could speak to us. And he spoke to me with the whale documentary. And what I began to understand was when God doesn't remove an adversity from us, it doesn't prohibit him from nourishing us in the adversity. And I I, I really think that that's important. Two things came to mind when I was looking into this, and that is Romans 8, that nothing can separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus. And the whole list is very extensive. And you could add sickness, disease, cancer, COVID, frustration, anxiety, depression, separation, divorce, um, grief, and all the other emotions that we go through, mental and otherwise, in this journey of faith, cannot separate us from his love. So what's most important, I think, is that we can find nourishment within adversity neither height nor death nor 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 anything created uncreated um, anything at all visible or invisible can separate us peril or nakedness or sword or famine or any other thing under heaven that comes about in our life, seen or unseen, can stop the nourishing love and grace of Christ in that given situation. And I have personally witnessed this myself. In others, and it has been revealed to me that God wants to nourish me through the Holy Spirit in my adversity. And as much as I want the adversity to be removed, I also understand that when Paul and Silas were beaten with rods, for the sake of the gospel. And they were cast into an inner jail. And and the jailer was told to guard them securely in stocks on their feet, chained. 
I can begin to see the nourishment of the Spirit and love of Jesus coming to them in their confinement. And every limitation that they had began to work out the unlimited, resourceful, unimaginable love of God, the depth, breadth, length, height, love of Jesus was flooding the confinement of these two men, beaten, bloodied, and confined in an inner jail cell and in the darkness of all of that, the light of Jesus was now manifesting. As the others who were suffering in these jails were witnessing the love of Jesus. Love can bear fruit in the most arid of places. A flower can grow. God takes a desert and begins to blossom it. Look at the land of Israel. Look how fruitful it is. Look at the promises of God in a desert place I will cause plants, trees, waters, streams to gush forth, to bring forth life. In desert places will I do this, says the Lord. And that's adaptable. That's what adapting is. It's finding your source of nourishment in Jesus, the bread of life, the author of life, who can work through this adversity his glory, his power, his might. And as Paul and Silas at midnight began to worship and sing praises unto God, suddenly there was an earthquake. The Holy Spirit rocked that place of confinement. The Holy Spirit shook that place of pain. The Holy Spirit quaked that place of adversity. And I want to pause now 
pray for you and the difficulty and the pain and the suffering that you are now passing through or you are about to pass through. Heavenly Father, I pray for this one who's listening, if there be only one, let your voice, let your spirit pierce through the difficulty that this one is walking through. And bring forth your life, your hope, your help, and your healing. I ask in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. I find myself doing that. I find that when speaking about spiritual things and finding myself just stopping and pausing, if if we're talking with someone or if I'm in a Zoom group or Bible study, I think it I think it behooves us just to pause and pray. Or pause and praise. Colossians 3 and 1 Corinthians 14 tells us to do that. When we meet together to, to sing, have a word, have a tongue, have an interpretation. Let everything be done in order. And I find myself more and more doing that. Just pausing. Just reflecting. And just praying. And so this teaching today is adaptable. God, the Holy Spirit, is making you and I adaptable. He's the one who's giving us the power not not to conform to the difficulty, but to have him transform us within the trial and trouble and tribulation and pain. The transforming work of God was at work in that place where Paul and Silas were confined to. And I hope and pray that this brings you to a place of courage. That God is not going to allow you to remain permanent in any circumstance. There is no permanency. Everything is temporary. We are passing through waters and fires, as Isaiah says, We are passing through the valley of shadow and death, as David says. The Lord will deliver me from every evil, as the apostle says, and will preserve me onto his heavenly kingdom. To him be glory forever and ever. I pray these things. And if you can do with me now, make the sign of his cross 
In the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, and in the name of the Holy Spirit, I pray these things. Amen.